you're insuring a massive purchase, a massive, massive asset. Why wouldn't you get it insured to protect you should the worst happen? Now, when it's done right, it's there to protect you. Exactly. When it's done right, that's that's the key part of it. There is, mm. and actually, this is the old adage. You know, you get what you pay for. Yeah. So people are really, really conscious on price and things like that. So often they will skimp on the price just, you know, because they want to pay less. Hello there, it's Andy Cook from the Property Developer Secrets podcast and today I haven't got Lloyd with me, I've got Caroline from Sentio Insurance. So actually one of our power team members and the reason why we're here today doing this because you might have noticed that I've got a Christmas jumper on so Lloyd is here in spirit actually. Um, but it's our big Christmas white box event, we've got awards tonight, we've got a mastermind day today and uh, Sentio Insurance are a big part of our team. Uh, they've helped us out, which I'll elaborate on in a moment, over numerous sites and every insurance we need we get really. And Caroline is the, the, the person that helps us really. So thank you for being here and being a sponsor of the event and um, agreeing to do this podcast. Well, thank you for having me. Excellent. So you've just spoken to the, the room you know, as part of the day. Um, you've come and told them what's relevant in the insurance world at the minute. Um, on the podcast, we like to you know, bring our you know, professional team, power team members, if you like, to introduce the listeners and um, show them what they need to consider when they're doing developments. Um, I know that you're property specific, but you know, as Sentio, I'm sure you do lots of different other yeah. products in insurance mm-hmm. as well. But yeah, if you can introduce your world, the insurance world, and we'll sort of dig into what people should be looking out for. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, thank you for having me. It's great to be part of the day. It's been quite good fun so far and uh, loving the Christmas jumper theme. That's great, great fun. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, the, what I was talking about before was was about underinsurance. Um, so that's really just to do with uh, what you're insuring the property for. So when you buy the property, how much should you insure it for? And there's been a lot of mistakes over the years where people use the, the, the market value or the purchase price to insure their property. They have a claim and they find out that they're underinsured. So a lot of the talk was about that today uh, to try and make sure that you use the right uh, information and resources to insure your property correctly so that you avoid the condition of underinsurance, the condition of average as insurers call it, uh, which basically means that if you have a claim and you're underinsured, the insurers will reduce your settlement in proportion to the percentage of underinsurance. Yeah. So, and there's several reasons you just said in the room why people would fall into that trap, mm-hmm. you know, using historic insurances. Um, using the, the previous owner's insurance, or the, it's the it's the reinstatement value, isn't it? What you were exactly, talking about yeah. It's the reinstatement. It's the the bricks and mortar, basically. So, yeah. how much is it going to cost to rebuild your property should the worst happen? So, if it burns to the ground, how much is it going to cost to rebuild it? Uh, and like I say, a lot of people don't know where to start with that. So that's why they use the purchase price, or they use what it was insured for previously, um, or they just use other people's opinions and things like that. Which, as I said before, if it's if it's a correct guess, that's great. But of the time that doesn't happen so it's just trying to educate people and to help them to understand what that figure is made up of so that you don't get uh, a surprise when you have a claim and you realize you're underinsured okay so let's rewind it back a bit to you know why we have insurance then um you know what what the risks and the benefits are of of you know what you do as a as a as a job really and how you've helped develop developers specifically mitigate those risks yeah so i mean insurance i mean it's it's got a long long history with insurance starting out with marine and, and things like that but property insurance generally you've got a house or a, a commercial unit or, or whatever it might be you've got bricks and mortar that burns to the ground you've got to rebuild it where does that money come from if that has been burnt to the ground obviously by fire or it's been damaged by flood where are you going to get that money from? So when you insure a property, you're basically insuring the, the unexpected, the things that you don't know that are going to happen in the future.
future, the things like flood, fire, theft, malicious damage, storm, all of those kind of perils as we call them. So when you're insuring the property and those things happen, you go to your insurer and say, look, you know, this has happened. I need the money back now so that I can rebuild the property. All being well, they give you the money, you rebuild your property, and the, the idea is that insurance leaves you in exactly the same financial position you were before the event happened. Okay, and you know, this is, although people may be just getting into property if they're listening to this or looking to get into developments, and they might think that's scary, but in essence, that's the same as we would have on a mobile phone or we'd have on driving a car or something like that. Exactly, I mean, car car insurance is slightly different because it's compulsory by law, um, whereas property insurance isn't, although you might find your mortgage lenders actually do make you have insurance for it before they complete on the deal, that's quite common. Um, So it's not a compulsory insurance, but yeah, it's it's very much the same as you insure your house, you insure your car, you're insuring a massive purchase, a massive massive asset, why wouldn't you get it insured to protect you should the worst happen? I think historically, and, and I suppose, on it not being obligatory, like we've never come across an, a situation where we could choose not to have it. Because as you said, usually in the legal system, it's the first thing that a development lender especially is going to put in there is that you yeah. have to have you know, the right reinstatement value insurance. Exactly. And quite often with their name written on it, so as that if they have to take over the site, yeah. You know, they're, they're noted on the insurance policy that they Absolutely. could pick it up as well. Yeah, because it's, there, it's in their interest as well for it to be insured yeah. because they're investing it, the money to yeah. help you buy a property or buy a site or something like that. So it's in their interest for it to be insured correctly as well because yeah. if something happens, suddenly they're, they're financially exposed as well. So that's what, often why they put the clauses in yeah. there. Which is understandable. So, you know, taking that aside then that it's a choice thing, you know, it probably isn't. And so I suppose my our normal products like cars and things like that, you know, I've had one time in my life where I had to claim on insurance, and I suppose I've got more of a, before that especially, I had a traditional kind of mindset to insurance that, oh, you're just paying it every month, and, you know, you never, if, if something happened, they're never going to pay it anyway, you know. And um, I suppose I was, I, was, I was pleasantly surprised that we, you know, we wrote a car off coming back from on holiday a good few years ago now, and... Um, and I didn't think that I was going to get that money back particularly. And, you know, with the, they really looked after us, actually. It was with, I think, Liverpool Victoria at the time, whatever. And I think within three weeks, we did have, in effect, car terms, the reinstatement value mm-hmm. of what the car was worth, you know, in our bank. Within in less than that, I think we even had a higher car in between. So, you know, when it's done right, it's there to protect you. Exactly. When it's done right, that's that's the key part of it there. Is, mm. And actually, this is the old adage, you know, you get what you pay for. Yeah. So people are really, really conscious on price and things like that. So often they will skimp on the price just, you know, because they want to pay less. Yeah. Um, but actually, that does have a disadvantage as well in some cases, because they don't get the extra um, benefits or the um, extra um, features of a policy wording, which means that the claims experience that you had there, which was positive, sometimes is negative because you haven't actually paid for the, the extra bits and sometimes yeah. it's not that much more expensive but you'd rather have it than not um, and the claims experience is the thing that drives insurance uh, people's experience on insurance um, yeah. because quite a lot of the time you hear bad examples of when people have had bad claims um, because of either not understanding the policy the, the policy itself or having a broker that hasn't explained it well well enough to them so it's not fit for purpose for example or the underinsurance thing that we were talking about before because it's not been explained to them so they have a bad experience about it and our, our message really as a company is to try and make that experience better and explain actually you do get what you pay for there are good and bad companies out there and, and an insurance policy is only as good as the claim service it provides yeah yeah and, and i suppose you know we do get those premiums if you like the, the monthly payments we do get focused on those we are focused on those because you know, cost is always going to be an issue for everybody but 
also again because of the things that we have in our everyday life like our car insurance and all those kind of things it is a very much you know you hear about young drivers have got massive premiums and it's very much premium driven but I suppose that's your job especially in property to make sure people get the right product and to explain why those premiums may be different and it's not always the cheapest which is best we know in everything in life so we've got Mm -hmm. you know someone who knows what they're talking about and explaining why we need to pay an extra little bit a month because it covers us for this and that and that. You know, that's kind of what your business is, I guess. Exactly, and it's not always more expensive. I mean, we, we often have um, cases where we're quoting against another broker, for example, and there might be £50 or £100 difference between the quotes. But I always ask the question, well, what's the added value? If we're a little bit more expensive than another quote, what are we giving to you know say to hmm. somebody that our policy is better um, and can we do it a different way? What, what added value is there? That's the key, the key thing for me is to make sure that we're giving something that is actually worthwhile, that, that the customer is getting a good experience and they're actually learning something. They're trusting who they're buying the insurance from. That's a really a key part. It was interesting what you're saying then about the, the price as well with property insurance especially um, because since, uh, well, end of COVID really, with the prices of materials, we had a, a massive increase in hmm. prices of materials and things like that and with sums insured uh, generally the insurers will apply index linking at the renewal of each policy Um, historically that figure was roughly around about sort of between five and ten percent sometimes a little bit lower than that but relatively small single figures usually and that's applied to the sum insured and then you get your new renewal premium based on that figure well in the last sort of two years I'd say that figure shot up to as much as 25 percent it's starting to claw back a little bit now so we are seeing you know that that index linking figure reduce a little bit so it's coming back down to sort of 10 percent ish but it's still quite high and a lot of people don't realize that the the price of materials and things um, although it's it's starting to come down a little bit there is a bit of a lag in the insurance market which means that there's a knock-on effect so we won't see the, the sort of the decrease on that and for another maybe 12 to 18 months okay but you guys you know the whole point of using a broker for anything like this is you guys are looking at that every day every week every month and you're looking and forecasting where the market's going you know which insurers are better that month than another one because they're you know they're, they're like any businesses they're always going to have different products to be better than someone else and they're yeah. going to undercut someone else going with the same person all the time isn't always the right way to go so no, your job is to make sure you understand that isn't yeah it? exactly right I mean it's, it's slightly different than car insurance and house insurance where they encourage you to swap and change every single year actually with commercial insurance that doesn't give you an advantage because in sometimes insurers don't like the fact that it's with a different insurer every single year mm-hmm. because then there's no um, build-up of trust there's no build-up of service there's no build-up of knowledge about the product that's or the products being sold or the risk that's being insured insurers actually like to build a relationship with a client as well so with for us as a broker if we're looking after a development client for example the insurers actually really like to understand what it is they're insuring and if they're with them for a couple of years especially they really get a good understanding of what that is so it helps with the pricing it helps okay. with the terms and conditions that are applied to it and then us as a broker we can negotiate those terms as well and we can negotiate premiums and it helps with that loyalty scheme it almost if you like um, so it doesn't it doesn't always pay to swap every single year Okay. Okay. But you know, you're going to guide your clients to the the best relationship. And I suppose, you know, that's been our experience with you. We got to a point, you know, the the listeners of this will know that we've got lots of deals all the time. And, you know, we've got Redbox doing insurance, we've got this and that, and you've been dealing with Vicky in the office mainly to try and consolidate that, you know, to try and not have overlapping products all the time, you know, to try and bring that all in house. And, you know, you've helped us out a lot to, to, 
cleanse a, a little bit of a disjointed system of lots of different insurances and bring it all yeah. in and make it as, as efficient as possible, I guess. Yeah, sometimes it can be a little bit complicated with insurance because there's lots of different nuances that you need to know about and insuring things in the right way. And sometimes it takes a couple of different types of insurance products to cover all the aspects that you need. It's not a, a case of just having one policy to cover everything. There's mm. different types of products. But a good broker should be able to understand their clients' risks, uh, understand their needs, understand them as a client and their business to be able to match those premiums and those products up with what they actually need uh, and that's something that we like to do and we've worked with Vicky closely for a number of years now and uh, I'd like to think we've got a you know, good robust policy in place for you guys. Yeah, no, you definitely have and, and I think it's comforting from us on our side to know that we can just give you a call. Sometimes things, you know, crop up you know we might buy a site or something like that and we might not be sure of what we need so we can just give you a call say look you know what we've got this going through tomorrow what do we need to do sort of site cover insurance or something like that and you'll just tell us what we need absolutely that's that's one of the things that we get with a lot of clients sometimes they go online to get their insurance but it's one of those things if you don't know you don't Mm. know Uh, and sometimes they'll, they'll go online and try and get their policy but if they don't know what they need they don't often buy the right thing so having a broker actually is really useful because a broker should be able to say this is what you need this is what you might need by law this is what you might need to cover all your different aspects this is what you might need but you might not want to buy or this is what you want but you don't need you know all these different aspects to it and a good broker should be able to talk you through that process and give you an understanding as to what it is that you need as well well i mean you didn't know white box as well as you have done from today until today and you've been part of the day you've been part of and we've just finished before we came in here the 12 days of christmas song which was reworded by lloyd to be more building focused and we had the whole room jumping up and down and at the start there i'm not going to lie it looked like it might all fall to bits and, um, and um but he, he did pull it all together and he you know did. he got the room after lunch everyone buzzed up again so they can get the best value out of this afternoon that was great um, but yeah was that what you're expecting coming to I'm work not, <laughs> i'm not sure i was expected to sing no yeah exactly exactly but you know at the end of the day we're just a pair of dicks so yeah. <laughs> it was great fun and like the whole room had a blast so, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. that so like you know a bit of the white of box way um bit of fun and we like to do that with everything we do but you know there's a serious side there's some you know that we just had some really good market updates from as you could hear some really knowledgeable people who support the mastermind and you know it's all about getting people to get sites and to get progressing in property development but as they do they need the services of people like yourself and you know, if it's good enough for us, I'm sure it's good enough for everybody else. So we'll put your contact details you. as part of the podcast uh, in the notes, or there'll be a link for it. But get in touch with Caroline or Sentio, and if you've got any insurance needs, they'll sort you out. Thank you.